The market belongs to those who market. Fast markets, slow markets, up markets, down markets, strong markets, weak markets. No matter the market, top producers always market like their business depends on it because it does. And right now, we're seeing a lot of momentum in the marketplace in terms of some relaxation with interest rates and so forth. And that's creating a little bit more of a frothy environment for buyers and sellers to get on board with the notion of selling and buying and so forth. And so here's my advice to you. Front load your marketing in 2024. We're in Q1. Front load your marketing so that as the market heats up this year, you are positioning yourself head and shoulders above all your competitors to be the top agent of choice in your marketplace. And so in the spirit of that, here we are just crossing over 100 episodes of This Week in Marketing, which has been an absolute blast. And what we've done today is curated a very special list of the top 10 moments out of the top 10 episodes, out of 100 total episodes, to give you the very best of the best ideas in terms of what marketing is going to move the needle for you most effectively here in 2024. Make sure to watch all the way through. We've saved some of the best tactics for last, your top 10 moments of 100 episodes worth of This Week in Marketing, all here in one episode today. Now, if you're new to the channel and new to the show, welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana. I'm the host of the show. And go ahead and if you wouldn't mind, hit that big red subscribe button on YouTube and turn the little bell icon right next to it on so that you get notifications whenever we publish new episodes just like this one right here today so that you can absolutely front load your marketing mix. Like I said, the market belongs to those who market, so let's get to work. The top 10 moments out of 100 episodes, the top 10 marketing strategies to get you going in 2024. Let's dive in. Local SEO or SEM. SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. SEM stands for Search Engine Marketing. They're kind of the same thing. One typically implies a paid strategy versus organic. SEO tends to be organic. SEM tends to be paid. I'm putting them together. Specifically, local SEO, local SEM. Right now on Google, there is a tremendous opportunity to position yourself to get discovered by would-be sellers who are looking for the best realtor in your local marketplace. That opportunity is found and accessed through your Google business profile. You've heard me talk over and over and over again about your Google business profile. Why? Because 46% of all Google searches are of local intent. And of those 46%, which by the way, that means more people search for local stuff than anything else on Google, the world's biggest search engine. And of the 46% that are looking for something local, 93% of those are actually looking for a local business, which means more people shop for a local business on Google than anything else. There's your opportunity. So how does Google respond to that? Well, they respond to that by creating a network, your Google business profile, formerly a Google My Business profile, all those red pens you see on Google Maps, that is Google's response to the demand of people who are searching for local businesses online every day, all day. And so what's gonna be your strategy in 2024 to optimize your Google business profile so it ranks higher in the search results when somebody runs a search like best realtor in Milwaukee or something to that effect. So what are the steps you can take to improve your Google business profile? And without going into huge detail here, because believe it or not, this podcast has entire episodes dedicated to answering that question, how to optimize your Google business profile. Suffice it to say, it's a combination of your reviews, it's the keywords that you integrate throughout your business profile in the services, the categories, and so forth. It's adding more photos and videos and updates on your actual business listing page. And it's also improving the overall SEO of your website because Google is always Googling you. And what your website says about you has a strong influence on what Google believes about you in your Google business profile. Here's what I'm getting at. Your Google business profile has huge opportunity because guess what buyers, search for on Google. Buyers search for houses, but sellers 
are the ones who are most likely to do a Google search, best realtor near me, best realtor in Milwaukee. And the question is, do you rank or do your competitors rank in those search results? So dial in your Google business profile and also by extension, improve your own website. One of the mistakes I keep saying on agent websites is ambiguous, non-specific words. Google's a search engine. That means it's looking for words that have meaning. They're called keywords. And so if I go to your website, am I gonna see pages like, why work with us? I'm sorry, that couldn't be any less clear. Why work with who about doing what, where? None of those questions get answered. And so from a Google SEO standpoint, you're not getting any extra credit with Google. Make sure that your services pages, you're buying a house, selling a house, all the different services you provide as an agent are abundantly clear so that Google from an SEO standpoint thinks, oh, this person does X, Y, and Z in these areas. Because remember, Google's always Googling you. And so the improvements you make to your own website will indirectly and directly influence how Google ranks your business profile in those high intent searches that prospective sellers are running. Best realtor near me, for instance. One note to be made though, is that Google is doubling down this year on their local services ads. You've likely seen at the very top of Google, if you run a search like best realtor near me, there's a section called Google screened or in some types of businesses, it's called Google guaranteed. But in real estate, it's Google screened. Those are part of Google's local services ads option. And if you aren't running them, you should be running them. And what I like about them is many fold. That's not a word, I made it up, but there's a lot of things I like about them. One of them is that you can specify a budget to Google of what you're willing to pay per week or per lead, but you're only paying when they actually put their money where their mouth is and give you legitimate leads. Uh, in a world where a lot of companies make you pay regardless of what you get, this particular product is only billing you for what it actually gives you in terms of leads. You might've noticed in those best realtor near me types of searches that Google has actually demoted the section that shows Google business profiles further down the results page. And that is likely because they're trying to draw the eye, draw the clicks to the local services ads because people are paying for those clicks and Google likes to make money because they're not a not for profit. This doesn't mean your Google business profile doesn't work. It still works, but it also matters through the lens of your Google business profile influences your local services ads. So it's all connected. Your website impacts your Google business profile, your Google business profile impacts your local services ads. It's all part of your local SEO, local SEM strategy. So what does that look like for you in 2024? Marketing is ever evolving and with the emergence of AI, the rate of change is faster than ever. Adapt quickly to AI driven marketing strategies or risk falling behind. This is precisely why we've created the AI Marketing Academy, a four week virtual intensive tailored to integrate AI seamlessly into your marketing strategy. You'll start with unraveling the basics of AI, then you'll get to grips with essential AI tools. And finally, you'll learn how to incorporate these tools into effective real world marketing tactics. Space is limited, don't miss your chance to be a part of the future. So is there a, is there a hack today that you would recommend for video for someone that maybe you haven't shared in the past? Something mm -hmm. new, something different, or is it just is it just tried and true? It's a little bit of both. And so as far as the tried and true is concerned, uh, the types of videos that we're seeing win most effectively in our ecosystem of coaching clients are property tours. There's something yep. magic about you showing properties. Yep. It puts you inside the thing that's for sale. It shows the consumer what you're doing, which is showing and selling homes. Okay, wait a minute. That's HGTV. So of course we should be doing that. People, yeah. people like schedule time to watch television to do what you're asking agents to do yeah. every single day. So property tours. Yeah, and it's, an, it's a valuable item to them because it yes. takes them inside property 
properties. It's got entertainment value. Yep. It's hyper local so they can get a, oh, our house is better than that one. Yep. So I would say property tour videos are the lowest hanging fruit and easiest opportunity. Uh, a lot of our coaching clients are crushing it with informational videos. We yep. call those talking heads where it's just them on camera sharing news and advice and feedback about what's happening in the marketplace that's right. relevant for their hyper-local consumer. Yes. And the last type of video that we're seeing is super successful is localized videos where you're talking about local businesses or local amenities. Mm -hmm. uh, without going into a lot of detail, the algorithms are becoming much, much, much more interest-based. And so if you make content that aligns with the interest that locals would have, local coffee shops, local businesses, yep. local areas, algorithmically, these platforms like Instagram are gonna be a little bit disposed to go ahead and show that to locals so you can build your brand through local video that way. So let me double down on that. I was recently chatting with David Miele, who is the president of homes.com. And I asked him, what is your strategy? You know, to, What's gonna be like your degree of separation? He said, we're gonna go really hard on local content yeah. inside of the community. So everybody knows the walking score. Everybody knows the listings that are available. That's almost like table stakes today. They said, we believe fundamentally that if we get people more of the local insights in, so that's gonna be agents blogging. Yeah. It's gonna be agents videos. Like they're, they're like, we're gonna go to the marketplace and we're gonna find the people that have the right content and put it in display. I mean, yeah. could there be a better opportunity if you get that opportunity, I mean, it's going to be bananas. So it is. So we so we know we know this is one of the strategies. This one is incredibly useful. I want you to think of a time where you recorded a video and you're like, I was incredible in that video. I was so on point. And then you listened back to the audio side of your video and you hear, I don't know, babies crying in the background, dogs barking. Maybe you hear the hum of a fan, or maybe you hear wind noise interrupting your video, and you think to yourself, No, it was the perfect performance the perfect take. I wish I could keep that video, but alas and alack, you cannot because it's unusable due to poor quality audio. Many would say that audio quality is even more important than video resolution. You can be the judge of that. Well, with tools like Auto, A-U-D-O, and even Adobe Enhance, your days of worrying about a ruined video based upon some kind of a disruptive noise or a continued hum or something like that in the background are behind you. I've used auto numerous times. I cut a video once, I was outside, the wind noise was ridiculous. Loaded it into auto and about a minute later, it gave me an exportable video that had through AI removed all the background noise. There's a concept in marketing called integrated marketing, which means all your marketing works together. It's not independent, it's not isolated, it's integrated. And there's a concept in marketing called integrated marketing, which means all your marketing works together. It's not independent, it's not isolated, it's integrated. What the AI does is it can analyze, kind of like a human intelligence, and isolate all the moments where you hear the background noise and cut, 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 and it does it seamlessly and rapidly. Now, tools like Adobe Enhance, they do the background remover. I, I've been most impressed by Auto's removal and repair of broken audio. If you have wind noise or something in the background that's bad, Auto is the best I've seen. However, Adobe Enhance is really cool if you wanna make arguably a poor sounding microphone sound like you were in a professional studio, you can simply run it through Adobe Enhance and voila, you're gonna sound like you're using a thousand dollar microphone through the best gear imaginable. Again, it's all about leveraging AI tools to help scale your marketing, scale your sales. We live in a media day and age, use the tools that work and help. I'd like to know, and this is not only reserved for the new agent, this is anybody and everybody who's in real estate and they wanna position and market to get more listings. What are the top online strategies, the coolest hacks, whatever you've seen out there to position to get listings. What's happening 
in the marketplace with agents to get listings. Who wants first crack at it? Well, if I... You got it. One it's of my, yours, buddy. One of my favorites, and I've been preaching this since I've been having a platform to preach it from. If you're not doing listing videos, now this is more helpful if you have listings. Sure. But even if you're doing but this goes houses, to anybody, anybody. Um, we, we would be remiss if we did not acknowledge using listings to get listings if, is an absolute must. If you're not doing listing videos, you are missing out, even when the homes didn't need them to sell. Yeah. Because at that point in time, it's about your opportunity to have your face out and showcasing what you're doing. We've got a few coaching, well, quite a few coaching clients who have gotten to the point where their phone just rings and it's not, will you come talk about listing my home? It's when you, you. when you come list my home, I've got an idea for the video. Mm. <laughs> when you get to that point, you're in pretty good shape. But here's the other side of it too. Mm. How much value are you adding? Yeah, I still remember a referral call that I got when I was still in active production, I'm still selling some, but mostly coaching. But when I was still very active in production, hey, we got referred referred to you, and but do you cut your commission? And I said, I don't, but I think you should still invite me in for the opportunity and we'll sit down. Went through our presentation and I flipped open Facebook and slid my phone across the table and showed them the video that had 5,000 organic views. And I said, this is why I don't cut my commission because it cost me money to do this. I have built this. Mm -hmm. And you will win. And we set a record comp in the neighborhood for their home. And they made more money than had I, you know, some cut rate commission had, would probably have gotten them. Sure. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Okay. So listing videos. Mine's different. Uh, I'm going to get to it. So I agree listing videos, and this is different than behind the scenes property tours, but how? Well, so the listing videos, there's a number of different things you can do with them. So if you are in a state that allows for coming soon, you can capture information mm -hmm. by pushing it out on Facebook to various different places on Facebook. I don't even pay for ads. Mm. So I'm like the, the non paid for simple social guy. Yep. Send it out, kicks back to the CRM. All yep. of a sudden I'm capturing new people who are either interested in that home, possible buyers, but we know that buyers turn into sellers a lot of times. A lot, and statistically. It, yeah, and so also other people in the neighborhood who see that home and say, I'm curious, now you capture their information. So that's an area, but then you're able to start sharing it to all the people who you know. You share it in your email, share it. And as you continue to share over and over and over again, if we just do it once, it's not that helpful. If it's a body of work over time, that's when you get to the point where people start realizing there's no oh, one wow. else. There's yeah. no one else. Like, okay, I could list with all these different people, but the only person who's going to position my house in this manner is... And if you look at any top agent, they all become known for something yeah. or a combination of some things. So what is it you're going to be known for? Maybe it's listing videos. Maybe it's some other way to be known that shows the degree to which you'll go to serve the customer's right. needs versus somebody else. Next on the list is niche Facebook ad campaigns. Now I'm not gonna get into all the details in terms of step-by-step -step of how to run a Facebook ad campaign. However, inside of our ecosystem, we're having a lot of clients who are getting a lot of success running Facebook ads whereby they make an offer like, hey, download this how to buy and sell at the same time PDF. Or it could be, for instance, hey, you wanna download a list of single level homes or download a PDF that's a guide to new construction 
action. Now, if you zoom back and look at the mechanics of what's actually happening here, it's a Facebook ad campaign whereby you're targeting folks in your local marketplace with an offer that would be enticing to presumably somebody who has a property to sell before they can get whatever you're offering, which was, for example, how to buy and sell at the same time, or a guide to new construction, which would imply that maybe they have a home to sell and they wanna build a home that's custom, or it could be, this one's been working really well, a list of single level homes for sale. From a Facebook functionality standpoint, you could run an ad that drives traffic to a landing page, and that's where the handoff goes down, where they get the PDF. So it's a link click, they go to your website, they fill in their information, and then boom, your website gives them or has the way of giving them the PDF, or you can make it really easy. Facebook offers what are called lead form ads, whereby somebody could actually fill out a form inside of Facebook or Instagram, because it's owned by Facebook or Meta, and by doing that, Facebook or Instagram would actually provide them the PDF download in receipt of them giving you their contact information. My point to you is it's another way to get some seller leads. And then finally, as we talk about online marketing, we're talking about paid ads. What are some of the paid ads that allow you to geo-target a specific area? As in saying, I wanna show my ads on these platforms to people who live in this defined area. So ads on platforms like Facebook and Instagram, maybe LinkedIn, maybe TikTok, maybe Pinterest, Interest, those all have the ability to geo-target and so does Google and so does YouTube. Most every major advertising portal gives you the ability to target geographically. Now, some of them have different restrictions. So for example, Facebook ads or meta ads, which includes Facebook and Instagram, have a 15 mile radius limitation, which could be broader than your farm area. However, these platforms also offer what's called a custom audience, whereby you could literally use a tool like, I don't know, PropStream or Property Radio or Remine or Cole Realty Resource. And you could run a search for all the homeowner contact data in a specific area, download it, and then upload that contact data in what's called a custom audience, whereby you could say to Facebook or to Instagram or one of these platforms, I want you to scan through this data set, this spreadsheet of all this contact information of these folks, and I want you to find whose contact info aligns with your population or your database of users on X platform or Y platform, and then target them on that platform with my ad. Now the ad could be a home valuation offer or it could be just you retargeting your content at them. I don't wanna get into that much detail here. Today I wanna give you the ideas of what are the marketing channels that could be utilized as part of your marketing mix inside of your GeoFarm. So whether you have the ability in these ad platforms to target geographically, like for example, YouTube and Google, they can target geographically. In fact, YouTube and Google, you can say target this specific area and people who are homeowners. There's all kinds of advanced targeting options. Platforms like TikTok still let you target with zip codes. It's important to recognize, okay, what are the most advantageous platforms in terms of how I can target and market without violating any rules that I'm held to, but also which platforms make the most sense based upon the seller profile and who I'm ultimately trying to reach? Which ones make the most sense? I would encourage you to think about Facebook, to think about Instagram, to think about YouTube in-stream ads, those commercials that play before, during, and after videos, and the targeting on those is insanely powerful. And I would encourage you to think a lot about Google Display Network ads. Those are those little banner ads, square-shaped, rectangle-shaped, long and skinny, tall and skinny. You see them all over the web. As you surf the internet on various websites or even on the footers of mobile apps, you see these little ads all over the place. Those are actually called Google Display Network ads, and they're another powerful medium to have your face, your brand everywhere under the dome of your geographic farm. I wanna see more reels, 
more TikToks, more YouTube shorts. Those are the vertical video formats that matter the absolute most in 2023. So let's talk about what reels are. Reels are the vertical video format for Instagram and Facebook. So when you're recording video, I want you to basically take your phone, I want you to turn it from horizontal to vertical. That's what reels are on Facebook and Instagram. They are the vertical video format on Facebook and Instagram. Now, Facebook allows other aspect ratios. It could be widescreen, landscape, and so forth. But on Instagram, it's all vertical right now. Reels are, it's all vertical. Whether it's in your stories, whether it's in the feed, whatever feed it is, it's all vertical video under the banner of reels, but I'm not gonna get overly technical in the details there. My point is you should be doubling down on making vertical content, more Instagram reels, and then also more TikToks. We know that TikTok is absolutely here to stay. I mean, that platform has been on fire, and if you have not made TikTok a part of your, your overall social media strategy now, then in 2023, it's a non-negotiable. That doesn't mean you have to dance and point and do all the silly things that aren't part of your brand, not at all. It means that you have to start looking at TikTok as yet another outlet for spreading your message because your brand, I've said this lots of times, is your voice, your mind, your heart, your face. It's you, nobody does you better than you, and frankly, there's no better marketing format to capture who you really are than video, so you should step up your video game, and on TikTok, it works. It doesn't have to be something you're not. You bring who you are to the platform like TikTok. And one interesting point about TikTok to keep in mind is that before it, the odds of ever having a video go viral on Facebook or on uh, YouTube or Instagram were really, really slim. But on TikTok, they're not. You can have a viral video whereby you could reach millions with relative ease. It's not guaranteed, but it's so much easier than ever before without having any followers. TikTok is a land grab of attention, and you can drive them to other platforms, your website, and so forth. I'm simply saying to you that you need to double down on vertical videos, reels for Facebook and Instagram, TikTok videos as well, and then last is YouTube shorts. Let's talk about what is the thing you should be doing daily in your marketing, and I would say that's social media. Social media is something you should do every day. What do I mean by every day? What am I doing? Well, you should be posting. You should be producing content, specifically should be video content, vertical video content. I could keep going, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, whatever, it should be video first. I would even be so bold as to say, if you're not producing video on social, I'm not sure why you're on social at all because it's that important to your social strategy. Now, it's not just making videos and posting, it's also, you should be engaging with their content. Social media is a critical step for connecting with your database. Now, I should also go back to like before that and say you need to make sure you're actually connected with your database contacts on social media because if they're not following you or you're not following them, then you're not really in relationship on social media and so it's not really having any kind of a marketing impact in your business. But the first thing to work in your database, it has to be social media because social media is where you produce your content. What is content? And I would say simply content is contribution. It's not just random pictures of I'm having a salad for lunch. It's you demonstrating expertise and adding value across your social channels. That's content. It positions you as the agent of choice when they see you on social media so that when you do bump into them in line at the grocery store or whatever, they're like, oh, how's the market? Oh, I love that video I watched the other day. You've gotta be on social media, working your database every single day. Our first tactic for marketing a listing in today's shifting real estate environment in such a way that helps to generate more business for you is what we call hyperlapse Instagram reels.
Now, you should know if you follow me on any of my social channels that I am all about Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels, the vertical videos that Instagram offers are just crazy good in terms of reach, exposure, generating views, and all those important engagement metrics. So I think you should be doing Reels period, bar none. However, today I specifically wanna talk about a type of reel that you should be making with your listings because they work really, really well. When you're inside the Instagram Reels editor, there is a tool on the left-hand sidebar that has to do with the speed of the footage. In other words, a hyperlapse basically means fast forward or sped up. You can speed up the footage from a one time to a two times or three X or four X or whatever, so that when you record it and play it back, it kind of fast forwards it, it speeds it up a little bit, which makes it to the eye kind of hard to stop watching because things are moving so quick. And so there's a built-in performance that comes attached to using that little feature inside of Instagram's Reels editor. So speed it up to like two or three times. Four or five might be a little too fast. And what a lot of our innovative coaching members are doing is they're going to their listings, they're bringing like a buddy or a friend or a teammate with them who's holding their iPhone and they're filming them with the hyperlapse function enabled. And they simply go tour the property and they just walk from room to room. They kind of point and gesture and there's no talking. The camera just as they point to the kitchen or the fridge or the countertops or whatever, the phone just kind of looks at those things and they tour the property and it positions you as the listing agent touring the property in a way that's basically going semi-viral for so many of our coaching members across our ecosystem. These reels are performing wonderfully and they're super easy to make. Again, there's no talking. All they're doing is adding in some music from Instagram's audio library that's trending and then and poof, it's off to the feeds. Now, just some pro tips. A, make sure you're always smiling because your face says it all and you're not actually talking. B, make sure to, B, I'm getting confused. B, make sure to use your hands to kind of point and gesture to what you want the phone to point at after you do. Like, so like, hey, come with me. Hey, let's go to this room. Hey, look at that. You wanna just keep the viewer with you, instructing them through your hand motions the entirety of the film. And last, letter C, our third tip would be have the person holding the phone actually kind of slow down their movements every now and again so that when you watch the video back in its finished state, the viewers like they see some fast moments and slow moments and there's a little bit more motion to the video. But my point to you today is these hyperlapse Instagram reels whereby you tour your properties and you are on video, there's no talking, are doing incredibly well from a performance standpoint, so get in on them. There are two ways to run YouTube ads. The first option, an easier option for running a YouTube ad is simply to upload the video to your channel channel, and then to access that video and run the ad, visit your YouTube studio, which is studio.youtube.com, find your subject video, and there's like a little dot, dot, dot next to it, click it, hit the big word that says promote, and then literally it takes you through a guided wizard where step-by-step step you build your ad campaign. It is very easy. My only advice is that you run the ad for a full month and you target your city. That's it. That way everybody in the local marketplace gets to see you update them with what the housing numbers are every single month. Now, the trick to this strategy is you've gotta keep replacing the video every month and keep running the ad again with the new video every month because the results are in the repetition. It's kind of like postcards. Nobody sends a single postcard to their geofarm and expects pay dirt in terms of listing appointments. It is the act of doing it again and again and again, building up familiarity. The results are in the repetition that eventually people say, oh, I should reach out to so-and-so and so because clearly they're the top agent in the area because you've been doing it for so long. This is just like that. You publish new market update videos and run ads every single month targeting the same area and you position yourself as the true knowledge broker who answers that fundamental question, how's the market? Your second option for running Google Ads is a bit more technical, but it has some advantages, and this is not for the light at heart, but you should go into Google Ads Console, which is ads.google.com, and you'll create a custom video campaign. Now, the only reason 
to do the ad from here versus in YouTube Studio is because here in the Google Ads console, you also have the ability to add what's called an audience overlay. In this case, it's gonna be a demographic profile of homeowners. So the last one, I'm just targeting people in my city. This time I'm targeting people in my city who are also homeowners. If you're looking for more of an advanced option, that's there for you, but either way, this is a strategy that positions you as the knowledge broker, the listing agent of choice over time in your community. This is a branding strategy. It's a listing attraction strategy. In terms of budget, whether you do it through YouTube Studio or the Google Ads Console, I would spend somewhere between three to $5 per day run it for like 30 days or however long the month is. And so basically you're looking at a rough cost of 150 bucks a month for running this. But over time, it will generate come list me calls because people will get used to seeing you again and again and again as that person who keeps explaining how's the market. The question on the minds of every homeowner, how's the market? And this is yet one more way to position yourself as the listing agent of choice. Hey, thank you so much for watching This Week in Marketing today. I wanna know, what was the top moment? What was the top marketing moment that we covered today that you're committed to, to using to front load your marketing mix in 2024? Drop it in the comments, and if you wouldn't mind, please share this video with a friend or a peer who could benefit from it with different ideas and strategies they can put into practice in their business to grow their pipeline and fuel their business. Thank you so much for watching. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.